morning. It really has been. Dr. David Klatso, forensic investigator. He is in the UK, um, but he's a man who has certainly investigated many a fire. Um, he understands these type of investigations intimately. Uh, if you remember the big fires that... Uh, raged out in the Neisner area, Plett area. Um, he was one of the people looking into that. So, Dr. David Klatso, very good morning to you. Good morning, Kino, and hello to all your listeners. Nice to be talking to you again. Great to be chatting to you too, David. And I mean, first on sad, you, on, sad, sad. sad to be talking about the issue that we're going to talk about. Absolutely. I mean, and where do we start, David? Where do we start well, with an issue like I'll this? Tell you, I'll tell you where you start. Number, number one, this is not the first fire that I've investigated on the, the mountain. Mm. Uh, you must remember that I looked at the fire that spread from Peck's Peak all the way through to Hart Bay. Yes. Uh, that was a year or two before the Neisner fires. Yeah. And the the point about these fires is this, is that once you get a fire going, however small, on a mountain, often the conditions on the mountain are ideal for the propagation of that fire and in a way that is difficult to control. Number one, fires love spreading uphill. Yep. Number two, if there's a wind, they love spreading uphill even more. Number three, once you've got that fire going, the terrain is difficult to get at, and one needs to have done proactive work to stop that from happening or at least to ameliorate the problems which eventuate as a result of these blessed fires. Now, to start with, I am not prepared to accept at this stage, oh, oops, it was a vagrant setting a fire. The, the mountain has become a dangerous place to walk. It became too dangerous for even to have our recreational walks there at one stage. And there's a lot of criminality on that mountain. The Peck's Peak fire started as a result of probably uh, um, the uh, uncontrolled fire the set by people either for a religious ceremony or for warming purposes at the very top of the, the hill. But the management of that sandpark has left a lot to be desired. After that fire, I wrote a report for the town council, which was critical of sandparks into Alia, and it was very much... Uh, Hello, are we oh, yeah, 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 I can hear you, David. You, yeah. you, you're right. Okay, uh, it was very yeah. critical. I personally handed that report to Patricia DeLille in a council meeting, in a, a Manco meeting, um, and that report was buried. It never saw the light okay, of what day. did the report say? I think the report was critical of the way in which the Sandparks managed the, 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 the facility that they had in the midst of the Cape Town urban area. And it was also critical of a number of issues. I'll give you one. I'll give you one example. <clears throat> when the fire was licking at the boundary at Tokai, the con concerned citizens in Tokai had heavy earth-moving equipment and wanted to build firebreaks to stop it moving into the urban area. They were threatened with legal action by Sandparks at the time. There were affidavits in my report stating that from people who were the people threatened with that. Now that's in contravention of the Forestry Act. When, when there's a fire on your neighbor's land, you are mandated to go onto that land and stop that fire spreading, even if it means breaking and entering. And that was that would prevent it from happening. Secondly, I think that one needs to know something else. The fire at that time, which started on the southern peninsula towards Cape Point, that fire, I'm of the firm view, was started by sand parks. I went onto that property at the time, found clear evidence of dieseline started fire. There was dieseline containers that I found and I had for mm. a while. 
and I found evidence that they'd started that fire, and that fire got out of hand and spread in a southerly, in, in a northerly direction from the southern part of the peninsula. It didn't start where Sand Parks originally said it started. Now, that's only the one thing, Kino. There are lots of other things. The fire got to UCT very simply because the management of the vegetation on the western side of UCT was neglected. There, if you drive up the, 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 the road to Rhodes Memorial, there are pine trees all over the place there, and those pine trees, once they get going, they are a danger to life and limb in a fire mm. for two reasons. Two reasons. Uh, number one, they burn beautifully. Pine wood burns lovely. It contains all sorts of flammable oils and turpentines and things of that nature which make it burn. But bits of it break off and are carried by the convection currents. And you get spotting fires that, that form well in advance of the fire line. Mm. And that's what happened at UCT. The second thing that, that, that I am informed about, and it needs to be investigated because I have it... Uh, from two sources, but but not directly, is that the fire hydrants and the firefighting system on the mountain are non-functional or poorly functional. That needs to be investigated, whether those have been uh, upgraded, whether they've been investigated, whether they've in any way been serviced over the last few years is a question that really needs to be asked. Okay. Fire breaks, fire breaks, question mark. Why, why were there no proper fire breaks on that border next to the tennis courts? And the third thing is that UCT must now come to this party and explain to everybody the following. Did UCT upgrade its own fire systems, number one? Number two, did they clear their gutters of pine, of, of, of vegetation debris, which inevitably blows onto the roof? Mm. Because if, if they didn't, there's your cause of the fire getting so easily onto the library roof. So there are lots of questions that need to be asked, and this this problem needs to be fully, fully, fully investigated. You can't have a major facility like this burn down and say, oh, oops, it was a vagrant. There needs to be proper investigation. Okay, so let's run through once again the people who need to take response, not take responsibility, but the, but the, peop- the key people who have got to answer questions. We start with the pine trees. Whose job was that? Sand, sand, sand parks. And did you, in a report prior to this, warn them about those pine trees and the dangers? No, was that not part of your this point, No, this was, this was, the fire didn't get there. There, there. there was a fire which started at Rhodes Mem some time ago and came very close to UCT. Mm. Um, that fire was also started by uh, human agency, but probably negligent human agency at the time. I didn't at the time think that one. But... The moment, Kino, the moment you've got more than one fire, and by the way, the fire that started and went across the peninsula six or seven, eight years ago, the one that started at Peck's Peak and went through to Hart Bay, mm. there was definite deliberate human agency involved there. There were, there were fire, people were seen lighting fires above Clavelli at the time. And mm. again, what one needs to do is one needs to have better security on the mountain Security, as far as I'm concerned, is non-existent. People have their bicycles stolen and assaulted or murdered on those mountains that are under the control of sandparks, and not a lot seems to be done about it. And the second thing is that the firebreaks need to be looked into, the alien vegetation needs to be looked into, and they need to focus on the important things, not on the trivia. 
when, when just just an indication of the the mindset of these individuals when when that little girl uh, the little blochlecher girl was murdered at Tukai, murdered and raped just off the road in Tukai, um in on sand park's property I went down to investigate the scene of the crime. Incidentally, it was more than one person. Only one person was ever brought to book for the crime. Mm. But there was involved. There, were, there was obviously a, a group of people, three or four people, sitting around because there was more than one person that needed to hold her down, rape her, and drag her away like that. But nobody ever picked up the fact that there were cigarette stompies left there. Nobody did DNA on them. I had those cigarette stompies for weeks. The police didn't get bothered to go any further on it. But while I was investigating, I received a phone call from Mr. Bell, who was peeved about the fact that I was standing on his phone boss. The fact that I was investigating a murder caused by other people who were murderers and rapists who were standing on his phone boss didn't seem to bother him nearly as much as the fact that I was investigating that murder. And right. that's the kind of mindset that you need to look at to see whether the parks is being adequately and properly maintained and managed. Now, David, we can't keep having these bloody conversations. Right. And we seem to be having them year in, year out. Maybe we'll skip a year, year there and everywhere. So, as the public, as taxpayers, ratepayers, um, whether we're talking sand parks, whether we're talking city of Cape Town, what would you like to see happen to stop this or at least to okay. mitigate this type of thing from happening again? I think what one needs to do is one needs a professional professional investigation as to the factors which you can put in place to ameliorate any problems which may occur of this nature. Number two, the security on the mountain needs to be drastically stepped up. Number, 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 and, and again, it's, it's not a case of, of beating the, the vagrants who are there. I'm not, at this point, I'm sitting with a vagrant who, oh, oops, it was an accident before. I, I want that proved before I accept that. You're breaking up, you're breaking up, so you have to chat out to the left for me. Yeah, there we go. Sorry, okay. The, the fact that there are vagrants in the mountain is a measure of the fact that, that, that the society as a whole has failed these people. Yep. And if, if they took a little bit of money out of the looting that went on and spent it on doing some social, social building, this would be a better place. We could build this country. If you took 10% of what's been looted and just used it to build up the country, it would be a better place. Mm. The third thing is that you need to have professional people looking at the, the, the risk factors at UCT. That library should never have burned down. Okay, and I don't know what other damage has been done on on the property, but that shouldn't have happened because there should have been adequate uh, uh, provision made for preventing the fire getting close to the UCT's boundaries. The fact that it got onto the boundary and into the boundary, uh, beyond the boundary, is unforgivable and needs to be looked at why that happened. So there's lots that needs to be done. And the other thing which I'm I'm told, as I said to you before, is that the the fire hydrants. Uh, that were available for firefighting seem to be hit and miss, and they seem to work sometimes and not work other times. And I've had that from two sources of firefighters actually on the mountain looking at this particular problem. So the city of Cape Town and the citizens of Cape Town need to ask for a few things. Number one, I would advise you to demand the report that I produced seven or eight years ago for the Peck's Peak Fire. Mind that report. 
synthesize it, make certain that is it, that that my views are aired on that report because I don't think they ever were that was buried. Secondly, I think that what one really, really, really needs to do is one needs to make certain that the uh, facilities that are available are beefed up. Mm. And that the people are professional, and that these the, the 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 facilities are checked every now and again. Who checks the fire hydrants? Mm. Who spends the money? Sandparks? I doubt it. And and why should UCT at least? Why should Cape Town spend money on a facility from which they derive no financial benefit? All the money from Sandparks is shipped off to the ANC headquarters. Doesn't come to Cape Town. And and that needs to be relooked at. Yeah, well, you mean Pretoria. I would imagine Sandparks money goes oh, to the National Fiscus. Uh, to Pretoria. Yeah, it yeah. goes to the National Fiscus, the Sandparks Central, whoever it is in Pretoria who spends the money on okay. whatever they spend it on. Dr. David Klatsa, thank you very much for 